2: beyond and hello and welcome to another episode of beyond this one is number 632 wowzers what a high number my name is max Scoville. i'm filling in for jonathan Dornbush, who's off with that nasty rat park again doing all sorts of squeaking nonsense that's but disneyland I'm, baby yeah home home of the anaheim uh and i'm joined this week by my good friends Lucy O'Brien. hello brian altano hello and joining us from
3: ig uk simon cardi hello
2: thanks for coming by man this is uh, it's great to see you it's
3: really fun I'm having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> just getting dragged to all these different shows and yeah, one <laughs> of the one of the things that we us. just
1: we 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 were just discussing is that Cardi has a
3: monotonous voice. Oh yeah,
1: but like it makes everything that you say so much more
2: interesting because it's all at one tone.
3: Yeah, you have to kind of really listen to pick out the information, <laughs> and a lot of the times there isn't any. I can't so. tell if
2: you're constantly messing with me or never messing with me. Uh, both. Wow. See, there you go. I don't even yeah. know what to make of there that. Uh, now, let's see. What's going on here? Uh, we do have a comment of the week. Max Gaming says, conspiracy. Brian got Max sick so he could have Jonathan all to himself. Last week, you guys had a nice intimate episode, which was just the two of you. That's right. How'd that go? Any Good. problems? It was
4: great. Some some would say it was our best episode. Did you get
2: me sick on purpose?
4: No, you got me sick the did week I? before that. You
3: worked a red carpet, and I oh. wouldn't wish that on anyone. Mm. That's fair. I
1: did I did actually see a lot of people saying, this is where it's at, two people podcast. I listened to
3: it on my fly over here. Oh. and I didn't fall asleep so that's good that's good that's yeah. my favorite my yeah.
4: favorite reviews are I didn't fall asleep or I used this to fall asleep
2: yeah those are good good reviews uh, let's see Liz says I'm really enjoying Beyond Every Week you all have such great chemistry in every episode it's a lot of fun to watch whether it's just two of you or all four keep up the good work and great entertainment thank you it's so yeah. nice to get nice friendly comments that's that's lovely that's yeah. a very nice thing I to hear I hope I don't ruin that I think we're going to get a lot of angry comments next week will be like what was up with that man's <laughs> voice it made me fall asleep I don't know um Lucy, are you? Do you want to tease the Beyond shirt we're working
1: on? Oh yeah, um, so yes, I know that the response to my question several podcasts ago, where I asked, "Do you want an elderly Irish woman T-shirt on the IGN store newly launched?" Please check it out. Uh, you, you know, some of you were like, "No, hell no, I will never touch that with a ten-foot pole." Gross. You know, eight hundred likes, and then a couple of you were like, "Yeah, I'd love, I'd love that." And um, we listened to, you know. That, 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 that doesn't. <laughs> uh, so we will be launching. I'm not entirely sure when, but there is a design for an elderly Irish woman T-shirt. It will be available on the IGN store. Uh, please just check out my – wait, have you got the URL for that?
2: Yeah, I do. It's store.IGN.com.
1: Okay, so yeah, keep an eye on that. Uh, I will obviously tweet about it when it's out. I will force all my friends and family to I'm join the elderly that. Irish woman cult. That's a really you weird are wearing thing to that shirt. You are wearing that
2: shirt. That sounds that's like a very just really an odd thing to wear. I really want this to work
1: because apparently it's one of the first like in jokes mm. we have I'd on heard. the newly
2: launched store. It's crazy. Six thirty two episodes and it's the first in joke.
1: <laughs> it's like tip, te- but it's like a test run. For in-joke well, apparel.
2: St. Patrick's Day is just around the corner. So <laughs> and the elderly do love to wear shirts. It, so may, I don't,
1: it may be one of our weaker in-jokes, but, you know, let's use it as a launching pad for for the more, uh, you know, established, uh, yep. uh, intelligent ones.
2: Anyway, uh-huh. I think we have other stuff to talk about besides the shirt that we might make, I, I guess. I think we just murdered in-joke t-shirts forever. Yep, so much for that <laughs> idea. Anyway, now it is time for some news crunch. Let's play the noise if I play, I'm not playing the wrong... I think I'm playing the noise. You're doing great. It's probably the noise. I think I'm doing fine. Whenever I say, I don't think I'm doing that great, people will tweet at me and they go, I think you did just fine. Anyway, it's time to talk about news. Uh, This is a really kind of a creepy thing to talk about, but uh, one of the big trends this week is companies pulling out of big gaming events on account of the spreading coronavirus. Uh, Namely, Sony backed out of both PAX East and GDC. Um, They had promised to be at all these events ahead of the PS5, and now that's not happening so much. Uh, And this is not just Sony. Uh, Capcom Square Enix... Uh, pulled out of Pax East and Kojima Productions uh, ducked out of GDC um, which is uh, which is kind of kind of nuts EA as it well yeah yeah mm-hmm. just pulled out
1: yeah just yesterday I yeah I'm like I understand because these uh, big global companies they're coming from all over not just within the United States uh, I can't help but feel especially bad for GDC uh, because that's not really a a public, it's more of a, like, that's a learning convention where mm-hmm. people come to learn and, 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 you know, people will have already bought their tickets and, and now it's all kind of turned to custard.
2: I saw, I saw one of our commenters point out that the Kojima and EA probably pulled out of GDC because they didn't have anything new to announce. Which is not a thing that happens at GDC. <laughs> yeah, so. GDC
1: is very yeah very different
2: to the yeah, the E3s no, and a, the. It is a game developers conference. Mm-hmm. They have like seminars about
3: how to I make. Feel like, I mean, people always be angry because that's the world. But it's hard to be angry at people pulling out of events because they don't want to die. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's a yeah, little, no, little different. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah.
4: The the thing that's been kind of kicking around my head. I was talking about this with Jonathan uh, away from microphones, so I'll you know replicate the conversation here. Uh, there. I, I theorize there are launch games that would have been available on day one on the PlayStation 5 that will not be available on day one on the PlayStation 5 because of of, of this sort of, you know, butterfly effect. I really think that, like, the GDC is, you know, for... for for people outside of the industry, it's probably just looks like a bunch of people talking about ray tracing and sound design and stuff like there 's a lot of that right but there 's also a lot of like very small studios, same thing with PAX, mm-hmm. meeting up with very big studios and publishers uh, in hotel rooms and suites to try to pitch them on getting their games onto those platforms and I really think that this is this is sony 's basically last big push before this fall in terms of all of the you know the sort of suite of conventions that happens between now and, and the end of the year. Uh, and that's them getting hands on face to face with developers, giving them dev kits, talking about what they can do, what they can do to entice them onto their ecosystem, what they can do to give them placement on the storefront launch week and highlight them among all the other titles and stuff like that. That is so important right now and removing those channels on like a face to face level. Um, is going to have some repercussions. I don't think it's going to be repercussions that we all see. Like, I don't think it'll be things that just, I think it's stuff that would have happened behind the scenes that will now no longer be happening that will somehow impact the libraries of these things if they do even launch this fall. Mm -hmm. Mm. Like, we don't really know how big and bad this is going to get. I mean, this this is obviously, this is not a, a a viral you know a virus expert expertise show Mm. but uh like what what? no it's barely even a playstation expertise show (laughs) but the uh, the thing is about it is that it's 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 moving quickly and there's no cure for it and it's asymptomatic for a lot of people so they it's getting 30,000 50,000 300,000 like gamescom people in one Mm. building uh seems like a dangerous thing to do right now I also
1: think that like one of the the things if you have never been to a video game convention on on this sort of scale people tend to get sick anyway Mm -hmm. like it's just it's it's par for the course after E3 that you just get this horrific sickness uh and I've like I've been speaking to a couple of people who are sort of thinking now maybe they won't go to GDC because like regardless you're probably going to get sick the conflu mm-hmm. and i wouldn't want that paranoia like bouncing around in my head
4: yep yep um yeah i think that's that's what's really uh you know sort of dangerous and 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 kind of overwhelming about this whole thing is that this like this does have real world ramifications mm-hmm. in business all over the place in terms of where uh hardware is manufactured
2: it's historically china that's what i was going to bring up next yeah. we've seen factories closing because of um uh, what do you call quarantine stuff, and stock market took a bit of a dip because of that, which is like, oh, everything's a little bit connected, you know? And it's, yeah. I don't know, it's going to be weird as hell if we're like, like, I... Did you guys expect to hear about PS5 stuff by now this year?
3: Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of people have theorized it's because of price or it's because they're waiting to see what Microsoft do. It might just be linked to this. We don't know. It yeah. could be something much more serious. I don't think
2: serious. it's necessarily directly linked to this, no, but I mean. It could affect yeah. it. Though, but yeah, it's it's pretty odd. Um, it's, it's weird. Yeah, if anyway. they're worried about. Oh, sorry.
3: No, let's go. No, let's let's go. carry on. Sure. Uh, <laughs>
2: Um, I was going to say, like, I do remember the year the PS4 came out. The first look we got at the DualShock 4 was in a little glass case at GDC, mm-hmm. which was, I think it was a little bit later that year. I want to say they kind of moved GDC around. It's not always this early, but I guess I, I, it's still, still a ways off.
4: Yeah. I um, mean, the rollout in general for next-gen talk across both of the two major competitors has been bizarre, to say the least, this time around. Um, things have stumbled out in press releases and official blog updates mm-hmm. and then there's you know we, we just got a blog update from Xbox they were just like here's all the sta- the the hardware specs on Series X and it wasn't that wasn't an E3 press conference that wasn't even like a game reward sizzle thing no,
1: no it was it was just hard text yeah. i mean it was much you know as similar to the wired the first uh, we heard about PlayStation Five exactly. in, in depth was, mm. yep. was was in Wired and and this was felt very much the same way. It's almost like the theater has completely been stripped away.
4: Yeah, yeah. Which is like it's interesting because there was many E3s where they would get out and they would talk about specs and for the average consumer they'd be like I don't know what you're talking about or they'd talk about sales numbers. Uh, E3 for the longest time for the first fifteen minutes was the PowerPoint presentation with pie graphs about user metrics and stuff like that. And I think for most people they were like. Get to the trailers. <laughs> so, I like the idea of them getting all like the kind of like nerdy Egon stuff over onto the blog and then just like put out a sizzle reel and show the console. Like and The Vankman
3: stuff.
1: The,
4: put the Vankman stuff front and center,
3: right? Like, we're used to games getting delayed all the time. Has there ever been a console that's had a release date, but then they've been like, sorry, this is being pushed back?
4: That's a really good question. I don't I'm not remember. Sure. I
3: mean, the Sega Saturn infamously had it moved up. Yeah. yeah. Some retailers,
2: which would be. I don't think that's going to happen or things getting delayed. That seems, that seems odd.
4: Yeah. It's also, I mean, I, I don't know exactly how far along either of these consoles are in terms of manufacturing uh, parts for chipsets and all that. I imagine a lot of that starts early, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, you start securing individual pieces before you start fabricating the larger thing. But once they start heading down the assembly line, it's like, it's a little bit more turnkey, but that, it becomes a huge question mark when the country you're doing that in is basically under lockdown because mm. of a you know a giant virus. So,
1: yeah, who could so, have anticipated? Yeah. <laughs>
4: Nothing.
2: Yeah, so,
1: that
4: this is what we would be
1: talking so, about. You in never know. February. Right, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, shifting gears here a little bit. Uh, I mentioned the controller under the glass case as a bit of a segue. Uh, some patent stuff popped up that suggests the DualShock Five might have a pretty weird little bell and/or whistle of the ability to detect sweat and heart rate. Which is gross and cool. Uh, yeah, so it says the bio... Here's, here's, some, here's some jargon for you. The biofeedback sensor attachment comprising one or more sensors for obtaining biofeedback information arranges such that at least one sensor is in contact with the user's hand during normal use of the controller and an output unit operable to output the biofeedback information about measurements made by one or more sensors. I mean, to
1: me, like this, this sort of smacks of the vitality sensor, mm-hmm. whatever it was called, the Nintendo vitality thing that just disappeared, just was killed, I suppose. Yep. Um, but with a way cooler name. Uh, and also because the vitality sensor was all, all sort of geared towards Nintendo's, uh, you know, health vertical. Whereas this feels like this could be really cool for horror
2: games. This yes. feels like a yep, way so for it. Kojima to make you go to the bathroom in your pants. <laughs> um,
4: the, thing right. I, the thing I absolutely love about this is that this, so I uh, I have a uh Fitbit HR it's the it's basically got the heart rate monitor thing on it. Yeah and you can look back on it and I've talked to friends who've done this too like you can be watching like a movie like Uncut Gems which is like incredibly tense and then go back and look at your your numbers spiking or something like that mm-hmm. or like I went back and I looked at stuff when I was getting the platinum in Bloodborne and I was just like oh boy like that was I, I like that sh-, you my, know mine's that- just a constant 30 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like, but so that imagine, sounds dangerous imagine integrating that with a Twitch streamer who has a visual data on screen readout of not only their own picture in <laughs> picture Them playing a horror game, freaking Mm -hmm. out, but you actually see like an actual a thing Mm -hmm. that's reading its heart heart rate while 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 they're playing on screen, and they you see them fighting a big boss, and it's
2: like
4: like that would be that's awesome visual information. I
2: love that. I I had the same Fitbit whatever, and I did. uh, I was wearing it when I worked the live red carpet for Shazam when that first came out, and we were about to go live live live. There's like screaming crowds next to us, and it's being broadcast all over the place. And right before, like literally, I think seconds before. They were like, All right, do both mics work? And somebody goes, In my earpiece. They're like, No, one of the mics doesn't work and somebody else is like, Is there a working microphone? And I checked it afterwards and there's just this like cartoonish spike where I'm like, are we just about to just get thrown out and right? be like, uh, one of the microphones is not on. We don't know what we're doing. It went yeah. fine, Mine's but just it was
3: more visual. You can just, if you cut to the B-cam on any junk I'm just actually sweating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> I've had an interview before. I couldn't cut to me because I just looked a mess. But there's like,
4: there's so many, there's so many in like insane and intense moments that you have while playing video games that are like this very personal connection with, you know, it's, it's not even like you'd be playing an easy game, but have like basically no health left or be playing the hardest game in the world and, you know, have your last bullet or something like that. There's so many factors and variables that I think that, like, and again this is just a patent we don't know if this is actually going to make it into final production but it's such an awesome idea yeah like my first reaction was like oh this is like gimmicky nonsense but like it's actually really it's totally feasible mm-hmm. like on ring fit they have something where you can put your thumb over one of the ir sensors on the joy con and after a workout it'll t- it'll show you You basically measure before and after and it gives you readouts for each one and you get individual data and it's like a little wonky but it's like it's better than nothing right it's like i, don't, I, I think there's something here i think there's something really cool here. yeah
1: yeah it's it's a little Smell-O-Vision. Yeah. But I like it. For
4: sure. For sure. Yeah, totally
1: smell I want
3: Smell-O-Vision more. I just think that'd be hilarious. It sucks Especially in VR. That. I don't want, bl- like, I don't want
2: Bloodborne Smell-O-Vision. No, That's I definitely like don't want time. Bloodborne
1: that Smell-O-Vision. Would, would, I think that would Evil kind of
2: oaky, wet yeah, But leather. like Overcooked, that'd be amazing. Overcooked would be a good use of Smell-O-Vision. <laughs> Until no, it wasn't.
4: Want... Yeah. Because, like, every time you light a fire in that game and it doesn't go out for what seven do you,
2: minutes. What do you think a raccoon in a wheelchair smells like? Um, have you ever musk? Eggs? Yeah right. I don't know Musk,
1: musky eggs. Yeah. What does what yeah.
2: burnt lettuce smell like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tomatoes no. on fire. So back to this is like a as a dumb gizmo. I'm pretty into it. It seems like this sort of like little thing. It's like the like the touchpad on the DualShock Four, where it you don't really use it for much, but maybe you do. Like maybe it it can like it. Not to keep harping on Bloodborne, we talk about it every episode because that's all we've been playing, even though it came out five years ago as of next month. Um, but it's got doesn't it have like motion cues for like for little dances you can do to people. Or yeah. Like, and I, I forget that. Like, I don't think of the PS, the DualShock 4 having, having any motion controls and then Dreams was like, hey, friendly reminder, this is like totally a weird in-air stylus you can mm-hmm. paint with, which mm-hmm. is, like, oh, you can utilize that. Yep. So it'd be kind of cool if this was one of those things that gets baked in and maybe some launch games for PS5 have like, oh, if you're getting, if you get too excited, it calls the, the emergency room or whatever. The, like the, the sweat thing is the thing that
4: it's like, why, why that? Like, you can get all that information from heart rate. You know, also, I
1: don't. I don't really want like others to know about no. that. About your sweat. About my sweat. Yeah. Like I, I don't I just, want people to know that I'm like these hands are all <laughs> clammy, like yeah, you know, right? wet
2: yeah. burrito. I, I don't. I don't. I don't Some people just have very wet hands. Yeah, it's just the thing. Like a fishy handshake. There's like a term for it. It's like a. It's a, just a the wet, the wet. Our hands. friend Ryan
4: Scott has that. He has like very clammy. Is it just like little I think he's ghosts, just in constant ghost fingers,
2: ghastly terror at all the things yeah. around him. Mm.
4: Do you know
1: how much you have in common with some of your favorite celebrities, leaders, newsmakers? I'm Evelyn, the host of Reppin, where you'll meet notable people you think you know. You'll find out who they really are and what they represent. Listen to Reppin wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Anyway, uh, Shifty gears, we touched on this a little bit, but we got some Xbox Series X specs, um, which are... You know, again, it's lots of teraflops and jargon. There was a cool infographic that went put up on uh, on IGN, which shows using uh, JPEGs of existing Xboxes cut into fractions, like explaining, you know, fractions to a child using mm-hmm. like apples or pies or something. What, how many Xboxes are in the new Xbox? Which is, I don't really know how some of these things work. In spite of doing this for a living, but like when someone's like teraflop, I'm like, I don't know what that means. In, know I mean,
1: if you if you read the breakdown, the breakdowns of it, there is actually one handily uh, published on IGN. Please check it out. Uh, It's really helped by the way. Yeah, written by written by. uh, 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 Right. Okay. This is less fractions of apples (laughs) and a little bit more infographic, a visual guide. (laughs) It's a little bit more. If you you know, here's what. Uh, the Xbox Series X uh, will look like. Here's how it will perform in comparison to modern PCs, mm-hmm. and I found that really helpful because I think when you hear jargon thrown around like teraflops, etc., uh, it, it's it's so opaque you can't actually put mm-hmm. your finger on what that mm-hmm. will actually look like, how that will actually perform. And basically, you know what our what our freelancer Whitson was saying uh, is that you know it will perform like like a pretty damn good PC from. Round about 2018, yeah. um, you know, you know, and this is and, and Dan, this is actually Dan Stapleton made that tweet. So shout out to Dan Stapleton, uh, you know, PC the, elitist, PC elitist. Mm. Um, it, it what 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 Microsoft showed off was very impressive essentially like it was it was really impressive i think that you know we've talked about ray tracing and all that sort of thing i think xbox is is making the same concessions when it comes to ray tracing that like ps5 is probably going to make as well uh one of the things that i was most interested in was the uh smart delivery system yes yeah right and uh you know i think that A lot of people have made the good point that it's the the least we should expect from these modern consoles, that we don't have to buy a game twice or three times or four times because we've come to expect that. I
4: I mean, I've been been bringing this up on the show for a while now, but imagine what the NPD sales data would look like over the last seven years if Rockstar had just been like, anyone who ever bought GTA Five gets it for free. Mm -hmm. right. And then what they instead of it being at the top ten of every best selling list every single month, there's just like a blog post where they're like, over a million users have upgraded from PS3. Like that's just a weird. It, it's a weird stat. So the thing is, it's like the the their their smart delivery thing uh, is essentially like if you buy the game once, it works across all platforms. First party it, yeah. like first
1: party exclusives. Yeah,
4: and and th- this. This announcement happened and within like an hour, CD Projekt Red was like, by the way, that's how Cyberpunk yeah. works. Like if you buy it now, it'll work on the next gen consoles. And so it got all of us being like, oh, so this feels like the right thing to do. Mm. And I think that a bunch of like publishers- Like ethically, it's ethically, the right yeah, thing to do. Ethically. Business-wise, it's stupid as hell. Like yeah. to be blunt, it's because they could easily. They know that they could get people to double dip. They yeah. have with GTA, they have with The Last of Us, they have with pretty much every game ever, right? Yeah, you've double dipped. Look at look at how many times I bought Super Mario Brothers for Nintendo, yeah. right? Every exactly. single platform ever. Skyrim. Skyrim. Right. Yeah. Like, what if you had just bought Skyrim once and it, didn't you know,
2: like, I just yeah. Skyrim once. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people on PC have that. Yeah, I think there yeah. was. They did do the remastered for you know current gen consoles, and I think like PC users were like, "What are you doing over there?" Yeah, and then they were like, you eh, "Get it, I guess." So they, I, I can't remember exactly how Bethesda handled that, but it's I mean, pretty. Yeah, it's pretty normal on the Steam side. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in the same way that this is, I, I think Microsoft kind of acknowledging that. Yeah, this is a this is a PC that has a controller hooked up to it that we sell in a special box in the store. But, but, me,
1: but I think I think what the point that you're making um, is that it's going to be really interesting to see how many third parties uh, opt into this because you're right. Like mm-hmm. they're just kind of going, all right, well screw all that. Those billions of dollars that we could it's, have with it's, these, you know, various other. It's like
4: a good version, like a good kind of peer pressure. Yeah. You know, where it's like, it's like the, it's like the kid, red. the
1: kid saying, Hey, take that cigarette out, yeah. out of your mouth. Fellow nine-year-old. CD project
4: red is just like, <laughs> Hey, what if like we, we just ate healthy from here on out. And there's a guy in the back <laughs> being like, like Ubisoft and EA are like, i want to i don't want to eat healthy mm.
2: <laughs> so the odd, the odd thing with with cd project throwing their hat in the ring with that is that they really they they don't really have a library that it's not like they suddenly are changing their policy there's not really any place that they could have done this because the witcher 3 launched on current gen not counting switch and then prior to that it was like there was you know there was the 360 version of witcher 2 which launched much later than than the, the PC version, I think. Yeah. And then there was Witcher 1 was only on PC. So it's, right. they've never had anything that's been kind of cross-platform and been like,
3: hey, it's the mm-hmm. HD version. They've always kind of had these ethics though, didn't they? Cause when The Witcher 3 came out, they were like, all DLC, th- you'll never have to pay for any. Well, the pay DLC, you'll- there'll be lots of free updates. That's yeah. actually a really good point. They've had that sort of not FX that you only pay once, but they've always been quite kind. Consumer yeah. I d- friendly. Yeah. I
4: do think they, they'll still, and obviously just I just want to state this, they will absolutely, and everybody will absolutely have a standalone next-gen version of these games in a box for people who are getting on the train for the first time, mm. right? Like these people who are just getting into video games for the first time, their first console ever is the Series X and they want Cyberpunk. Mm. I think they'll... Just make that game, but for the rest of us, if you already bought it last gen and you you ha- auto- automatically have it unlocked, that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. So now Sony has to do this. Yeah, they, they just to. do. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, they look bad. Yeah. Like, but and again, all- it's bad business, <laughs> but it's it's a good ethical thing to do. But but also
1: just on the cyberpunk um, front, like that game is launching so close to next-gen consoles. It makes sense for CD Projekt Red to get on this bandwagon because imagine just being like, okay, here's a game of the year, here's a next-gen edition, uh, like, you know, five months after it launched on last-gen. Well,
4: I mean, you can apply that to all of PlayStation's exclusives this year. That's actually,
1: that's a really good point. So, yes, I think it would be an absolute no-brainer for PlayStation 5 to have this service.
4: But it's also, like, again, from, like... And I'm not justifying the, the shady business side, but they could also just be like, "Ah, eh, no, you got to buy it twice." I and mean, friendly reminder still, that
2: they were the ones who were kind of just the the last ones to jump on the Fortnite cross play. Thing. Yeah, you know, it was that whole conversation where they were like, uh, "I don't know," mm-hmm. you know. And it was like,
4: but like you know, it was it was cool on day one on PS4 to have stuff like you know, Flower and mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. a, a bunch of other small little indie games that had basically, you know, they, they 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 did cross by before pretty much everybody else did. Like. I
3: feel like there was a bigger jump as well than we'll see this time. Like I bought The Last of Us twice. Me too. But on PS4, there was the 4K, there was the photo mode. It was the complete edition as mm, well. Yeah. That's true. So it wasn't just a one-to-one of the same game. Mm-hmm. I could see them doing something similar this time and making you pay again if they could release a DLC like the Lef- uh, like Left Behind right. at launch. I wonder if we're going to see a lot more sort of... Um, you know, Persona 5 Royal, like
2: Persona mm. 4 Golden type things where they tack on a word there. And the same way that we got Last of Us remastered, it's like, yeah, you know, you, kinda, yeah. you definitely did things to it, but like mm. how much of that is, how much did you add to make
3: it a new product? I'm very intrigued to see our Rockstar deal with like GTA Online on the new consoles. Do they right. just give it to people and say, spend money in it?
1: Well, there's such a massive or, question around ongoing games heading yeah. into next gen. Like we don't mm-hmm. know what anyone's going to do at this point.
3: Yeah. I mean,
4: N- Nintendo's whole philosophy of this generation was... This, these games didn't sell enough last time so we can justify selling them again. And mm. they, they're the exact same price. Mm. You know, like something like Mario Kart got no real... It didn't really get like a 4K overhaul or anything like that, but became one of the best-selling games of this generation because it launched on a platform that only 10 million people had. And so, yeah, I, don't I know. You piss it, off a lot more people on the Sony side because you reached a lot more people with your games.
1: I, I think my, my sort of thinking here is that there's been so much goodwill towards microsoft um and even if the narrative is a little bit skewed you know that 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 everyone is going to jump on board this uh this what is it called again smart 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 delivery delivery. (sighs) not a great not a great couple of words put together Mm. um it's very amazon it is yeah, yeah it is uh you know i think that sony is, I just don't think there's much choice. I think it's such a it's such it's now become such a sort of a selling point for the Xbox uh, Series X beyond the the teraflops and and all that sort of thing. That this is a a, a massive deal that people are talking about that people are going wild over. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if Sony comes out and is like, "Here's the PlayStation 5, yeah, you know, here are the specs.
3: No, we got a PS3 again. You know, mm-hmm. so it wasn't You'd as have... big a jump for Microsoft as well because Game Pass is effectively that anyway. Right, you I... get them. So. Yeah.
4: I mean, I would I would argue you'd have an Xbox One again. In you remember that like that famous video of like here's how you share games, right, right. and Xbox <laughs> was, were just like, uh, our CEO is gonna go work at Zynga now. Uh. Like that was just like awkward, and they never really you know they never really bounced back from that. And I don't think that's gonna happen this time around. But I do think that like like this conversation has been entirely dominated by Microsoft so far because Sony has just been quiet and then pulling out of the vents and is, is not helping anything. Then even like, you know uh, like Sony pulling out of PAX meant that Naughty Dog pulled out of PAX, which meant that people who were supposed to go hands on with the last of us very, very soon now aren't. And like uh, just things that we're supposed to be on are just now off. And it's just been a very quiet few months. And so we're all just sitting here being like, you know, there's a really good way to answer all these questions. Just, show us what you're making just yeah. tell us what tell us what this thing is
2: yeah, well, the good news is until we find out more about these mysterious new boxes uh, there are some new games finally starting to come out I believe uh, this next month is going to be I was sort of looking at the the rundown of games there's a bunch of stuff coming out in March yeah. uh w- Resident Evil, that's April 3rd. That's not March. That's close. April 3rd. Close. But mm-hmm. It might as well be. Bad segue. I screwed it up. But we did get a bunch of uh, sort of preview hands-on stuff with Resident Evil Remake. Uh, there are sort of a double preview up. Dale Driver talked about Nemesis a bit, and Matt Kim sat down with the game director and kind of poked into what they're doing with Jill Valentine. Uh, Carter, did you, did, you, did you check out?
3: Yeah, I worked with Dale to help him get this done. That sounds really patronizing. <laughs> he wrote it all. Sorry, Dale. But you uh, got to fight the nemesis too. I, no, I haven't played it. Yet. Oh, okay. You but you I, watched, I've, it? You I've watched seen it. I've seen it. yeah. Right. and okay. he looks an absolute pain in the ass. Yeah, it's he's, <laughs> he's basically Dale described to me is it's <laughs> a great box. Quote. <laughs> yeah, they should do that if you want that. No fee. <laughs> nemesis um, is an absolute pain <laughs> in the ass. <laughs> Whoever's reviewing that strap line—that's actually going to be me. Okay, well there you go. Yeah, great. You strap line again? done. No, I am. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I was excited. There's your first but, sentence. Uh huh. Whereas Mister X was kind of slow, and he would pop up. You could kind of deal with him fairly easily. He had a silly hat. Yeah. <laughs> he was an annoying dummy, but yeah. he wasn't a pain in the ass. I think that no. the,
1: like, the, the fact that you could shoot his head off like kind of was the only thing like, that yeah. kind of undermined his gravitas. It was
4: that, and he would just cold-clock you in the face. He wouldn't like eat you. He would mm. just be like, pop, bang.
3: <laughs> but from the sounds of him, by the looks of it, Nemesis is just relentless. He will just like, sky-drop out of nowhere and then just hunt you down, basically. For an hour until you or he gives up. Yep, probably you because he's not going to give up. And so I've never played the uh, original Resident Evil three, so I don't really. Well, so know many it.
1: people didn't. So many people mm. went one, two, four. Yeah, uh, three was kind of the the lost child <laughs> on the family. Theme park outing. I don't know God, where I'm going do, with this what metaphor. Is,
4: what does that make, Code Veronica? though? That's like a child they forgot they even had. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> some, sort of died in the attic. <laughs> some port
4: port town baby. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, like it, it's it's I, I I played it once mm. back in the day. Um, I played the others so, over, and mm. over and over and over and over. You know, to the relentlessly. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm really excited by by these these previews, and I'm excited that it it sounds yeah. more. Terrifying in terms of that relentless yeah. uh, force
2: that pursues you throughout it, the
3: game. Basically, yeah, it looks like Resident Evil 2, but on speed, which mm-hmm. sounds good to me. Yeah,
2: mm. they added the uh, sort of quick step mechanic, which yes. sounds
3: really nice. It um, sounds really useful, especially with Nemesis. The, it's a dodge button, basically. Basically, yeah, she does a funk Jill does a funky little like sidestep lunge, from what I've seen. It's just enough
2: to spice things up. Um,
3: <laughs> one thing I really liked
2: was they. It kind of reading Dale's preview, he did talk a bit about how there. There's a lot of stuff that's it's been changed and tweaked, but not in like a... We totally overhauled the whole
3: thing. It's no. more like very carefully it's making those stuff. old games more playable, basically. Right. Uh, the game's getting a demo. Yes.
4: Which I think they just announced, which is really cool. Mm. Um, I guess for anyone who didn't play 2, because if you did, you can probably guess what you're getting yeah. into. If you did, honestly, you can probably skip the demo because you know mm. that you might... Maybe you're, you
3: are already. you know, know how, it's, how seems, yeah. little Easter eggs in the demos, though? Because I remember... When they announced Resident Evil 3, if you went back, they patched the Resident Evil 2 demo, I think. Or the start of Resident Evil 2, I can't remember. And if you went outside, you could hear him, uh, Nemesis, shouting stars. Oh, whoa. Star, how does he do it? I can't remember if it was in... Stars, can you do the noise? Oh, no, I've forgotten. Like stars.
2: Oh. They, they threw some little notes scattered around about about Jill. Like she yeah. like left notes in the game. Yeah, but it I was remember if it was the demo. Or yeah, they patched
3: the actual game now. Yeah,
2: yeah, but they they were saying that they this was developed kind of side by side. It's been in the works for three
3: years, so it's not mm-hmm. like
2: they finished RE two no. and they were like,
3: all right, next. And then they started It's similar to how they did the originals. I think three came within a year of two original. Yeah. So I think they've pretty much done. This the same is like sort of, thing.
4: sort of my favorite kind of trajectory of like playing a video game is like finding out about it and then getting a bunch of screenshots and previews in a demo Mm. and then just being able to play it. Like, I feel like the entire cycle here in, in video game universes has been totally truncated to something that's a lot more, you know, palatable rather than waiting five years for something cyberpunk. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I don't know, you get that hype cycle, it's kind of nice to actually just be like, oh, it's soon enough that I can just look forward yeah. to it and just send a nope out of screenshots and be mm-hmm. like, that's fine.
1: I'm also excited to be reviewing my first, even though it's a remake, remaster, I'm excited to be reviewing my first numbered Resident Evil, because I reviewed the entirety of Resident Evil Revelations 2, oh, right. which we did single reviews and video reviews for, wow. destroyed me, the, fi- the game is fine, right. just not great mm-hmm. and i'm really excited to sink my teeth into something that looks really awesome and is on the same trajectory as as resident evil 2 remake
4: mm. i was telling max that one of the reasons i really like the classic resident evil versus the Re- the revelation series is that they take place uh, mostly in a contained environment or a set of contained environments mm. whereas like revelations will be like remember that time we fought wolves in alaska yeah
1: let's cut to snow
4: yeah and then just and it, then jump around back yeah, to a and boat it totally yanks you out of yeah. this sort of like the sense of like
3: place and setting that I have I a think really weird does. aversion to snow levels in games for some reason. Really, I find them really dull. Huh. Like I don't know, it's just a weird thing in my head. Like it's just I don't know. If I they all they that, all actually. feel the same, and they're yeah. always inevitably going to be crouching through a blizzard to avoid people. And I don't know. I don't. It's just I don't a weird don't, thing in my head. Battling against by the snow wind. Level. That actually is a really. That's, that's a really why good. Uncharted Two is not. I prefer three and four. Huh. That's interesting. Were you, did you, I, I mean,
4: were you a big fan of the snow growing up?
3: Uh, no, I actually almost... No. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't build like four... experience, yeah. I was stuck on this like Arctic outpost and then this <laughs> alien started taking over people's Wolf. bodies. Wolf. It was horrible. <laughs> what
1: a drag. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, Russell was there. It was really weird. <laughs> that's what a good. treat. Yeah. That's a good mentor growing yeah. up.
2: Uh, now, obviously, we all have our hangups. This is something I wanted to talk to you about, Lucy. Uh, you mm. you don't do well with puke, right?
1: It's my worst thing.
2: Okay, well, I got bad news because apparently there's a lot of par- barf and I,
1: I know, I know, I know. I didn't realize that. And like, this is this is a, a proper phobia. I've told I've told people throughout my life. Listen, hey, listen, you. Where, where's the camera? What camera am I looking the into? One,
2: or that um, one. I don't know.
1: It's called a metaphobia. It's a real phobia. It's the it's the fear of puke. So it's like it's not just you puking. It's like if anyone pukes around you, I have like a Mm. panic attack. that's
3: going to be your nemesis in the game.
1: Exactly. Like nemesis, shmemesis. I just don't want to see protagonist (laughs) Jill vomiting all the time. Mm. Uh, What is the actual sort of rationale behind that, like that she's – eaten something like when she has a herb or something she's cured of the she's just bacteria, terrified she's so holding
3: she... a jewel shock and it's getting all the sweat and they're
2: like <laughs> <got her vomit. laughs> uh no matt was saying i think that there's these like sewer crickets or something that like stick their tongues in your mouth and then you get poisoned and then you have to like eat the herb to throw up or something there's okay. a
4: there's a chipotle at the start of
1: <laughs> yeah i'm not looking forward to that part i'll uh report back
4: mm. yeah
2: that's mm. gonna be that's gonna be a weird one i don't mm. know I, it's I don't know, I, I don't do well with spiders and you know, games love to throw those at you. Yeah, I, and it's I like puke
1: vomit. has yeah. finally come to video yeah. games and
4: I think the only thing worse than what you just said would be if you had said, I love puke. <laughs> Oh, I literally just said that. But I'm yeah, so yeah, I great it. with puke. I just love it. Getting <laughs> and, all loaded. in fact,
1: uh, as in the metaphor, I've done a lot of study on this. There is actually a fetish called a metaphilia, oh, which sir. is a okay. sexual oh, thing okay. where people like. Okay,
2: uh, mm-hmm. uh, we could also talk about they're making the samurai jack game, which is good that they're doing that. But <laughs> the save that for the bloodborne talk no. later. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do we have anything else to talk about with the, the Resi stuff uh, no
4: I'm into it I'm done looking at it I'm sold yeah. I can't wait for this yeah. game and it's coming out so soon yeah people <laughs> started putting GIFs on on GIFs whatever you call them on, on Twitter it was just you know, Nemesis bursting through well I don't want to see any of that yeah. I'm are, done. We gonna,
2: are we going to are we going to see this continue like I feel like we're going to see Resident four. Evil 8 soon is
3: it would it be Code Veronica the p- then 4 yeah or, yeah, yeah. But eight, eight, yes. I would say 8 has got to come soon yeah. Eight would be next, I imagine. I don't
2: know. I no, hope like so. The sort of the seven biohazard thing, but which we sort of called a remake and kind of was in that it was a house, but like what if they went back and they were like, All right, let's redo Straight up Resident Evil One, like Haunted House Mansion nonsense. I mean,
1: that's what I want because yeah. that was my favorite part of Seven. In fact, when they actually uh, went outside of the house, I felt like some of the magic was lost.
3: Yeah, I agree. The first half of that game is first amazing. half. Oh,
4: so good. Yeah. So, wait, you guys want a remake of the of of Resident Evil oh, remake? Remake that sort of vibe, but in in first person or third person? I, I think it doesn't really matter.
1: Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter to me. I think that um, f- for me, what sort of Max is, is getting at is like. There are sort of games that are essentially haunted house games, right. and Resident Evil 2 was one as well. It wasn't technically a haunted house, but it, it was a haunted. It was a, a single location that yes. kind of looped mm-hmm. in around itself, yeah. um, and was you know very labyrinthian and terrifying. And I think that's where Resident Evil is is at its best. It's
4: it's where Seven lost me was when it removed itself yeah. from all that. Yeah. Um, I I would totally play a remake of Resident Evil remake, but. <laughs> um with the resident evil 2 remake style approach that's just third person what i was asking yeah i'm totally into that because
2: we sort of got that it was sort of a half measure where they put it on they put resi remake on on ps4 a couple years back yeah but that was prior to the proper biohazard 7 which is like similar themes but a first person game and i don't it's i don't know i'm wondering if we're gonna see like a point where they're like hey here's the entire Resident Evil series and you can play it all on PS4 it's all beautifully upres and everything or if they're going to kind of be like eh, some of these hold up well just they're just fine you know that
4: would make it one of the one of the more reimagined video games like the original Resident Evil cuz there's been like director's cuts versions of it there's a DS version that has like touchscreen third person stuff oh i that, played that yeah there's the the remake
2: it's a tiger gamecom
4: yeah that's actually for 2 which is oh, bizarre yeah, yeah. Yeah, Is that for two? Yeah, they did. They did one for Resident Evil Two. God, which
2: is <laughs> Game Boy Color.
1: If we ultimately get on, there's on, a
4: cancelled version of the original game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: If we ultimately get on the the PlayStation Five, like a full sort of uh, reimagined uh, original Resident Evils, not you know not seven, eight, nine, the the continuing, but the reimagined set up until four, because I don't really care about five and six.
2: Uh, what if they went back and fixed them?
3: <laughs>
1: I mean, you'd really have
2: to start from scratch,
1: especially when it comes to sex. It's well,
2: first person now. It's in a haunted house.
1: Mm.
3: As long okay. as it's not in the Arctic and you're just puking everywhere, I think we'll be fine.
2: That actually sounds like a pretty exciting time. <laughs> just, I don't What would the What would the puke do in the snow? Melt
3: it. Probably, no, but you, then it, it finds out you're actually cold in the it? Amazon, but it's frozen over. And that's the big reveal. Well, don't screw it, it the real buddy. enemy is climate change.
2: <laughs> this is gold. What a. Uh,
3: yeah. All right. This there is why is. I write things. <laughs>
2: man that yeah that was like a (laughs) a lot of ideas just just out of nowhere anyway uh we just got a trailer for a new samurai jack game battle through time which is um i think at at a glance you might be like uh shovelware but it's from a japanese studio which is interesting because it's a American property, heavily influenced by Japanese stuff, now going back to Japan to be developed by uh, devs who worked on Ninja Gaiden DOA games, uh, and it's being headed up by Derek Bachman, who was the writer on the series. And people are pretty stoked on this. This is coming to PS4 and everything else sometime in 2020. They're presumably going to have details at PAX, unless they, unless they don't. Um, mm. But yeah, I don't know if you guys are, if you guys know Samurai Jack at all. I but, don't.
3: I know yeah. it's one of those things that people love, but I've just never really paid any attention to.
2: I've always like appreciated. I've caught a few episodes. It was Mm. on. It was on. But it was like I think that that aesthetic like does it looks it looks gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Like it that kind of almost it's almost like low poly animation where they're like oh let's just put this into Mm -hmm. you know 3D polygons and stuff. Uh, We've been seeing this weird divide where there's all sorts of you know micro indie games and there's all sorts of big huge triple quadruple A you know massive video games and it's like I feel like we kind of watch the the middle ground kind of dry up. Mm-hmm. It's sort of reassuring to see, like, a small studio. The double A's. Yeah, yeah, like, I would love to see smaller studios get weird with licenses like this.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, I honestly, after South Park Stick of Truth came out, I was like, oh, everyone's going to, like, figure out how to make animated versions of, vid- you know, or video game versions of classic animated shows because... That's something you can do now. Mm-hmm. Like, w- watch. I, I remember playing that game and people walking by and being like, oh, you're watching South Park. And it's like, I'm playing South Park. <laughs> it was like a bad Atari commercial from the 80s. It's like, this is not basketball. I'm basketball. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's not. That looks like trash. But South Park, like, legit looks like the show. Yeah. Like, they nailed it. They nailed the animation. The aesthetic is perfect. You know, there's a couple parts that, like, you're like, oh, that's definitely a video game, but it mostly just looks like the show. Yeah. And I'm kind of bummed that that didn't become a big trend, that it, yeah. people didn't cool. mind 90s and 2000s animated shows and figure out how to make versions of them like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I remember thinking that about the, the first Toy Story game. Yeah. You remember? Like, yeah. I was like, this is just like the movie. And yep. to be honest, if you compare Toy Story original with the video game, it's not that far
2: off. No, I mean, that's, yeah, that's the weird thing is Kingdom Hearts 3 looks better, has better looking Toy Story than the first two toy stories to <laughs> yeah yeah i could play another south park game
3: yeah yeah me too can they making another one of those i'd like to see no, a
2: no. i want to see an Aqua no. teens game like just the worst the worst graphics just like clip art running mm-hmm. around uh on that note i wanted to segue into this um Cardi, you you reviewed dreams didn't you i did yeah. yeah how do you how do you feel about dreams now
3: that the sort of dust has settled on that i think it's an incredible thing that's very hard to speak about, so why have you asked me to do it? No. i just putting you <laughs> on the spot here. I, get creative, yeah, I wrote, like, in uh, get creative yeah. like in dreams. Get creative like in dreams. So I gave it a 9 out of 10. I think it's an amazing thing that I understand isn't for everyone. You mm-hmm. spent, right.
2: uh, how many hours in that would you say? Like
3: 35 to 40. Do you see yourself going back in there? Or you kind of had your I've fill been, I keep popping back just to see what people have been doing i haven't really been creating much myself in the past week or so just because that game was my life for quite a while Mm -hmm. I, you know a little bit of overload on it but some of the stuff people are already making and now releasing i know a lot of people were because it's been in early access for over a year people have been spending eight to nine months on some things and only just releasing them like i did a studio visit to the studio as well media molecule and they were talking about they were getting messages from people in the community a week before launch saying, we're in crunch, oh. trying to get their things ready for launch of the main game. It's like, no, 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 don't, no do don't, <laughs> don't, don't do that.
4: Don't do that. Bad industry practice. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's like, you can always delay your game for years. And we did. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, but it's God. more they wanted I They wanted it to you, be dad. there. <laughs> yeah,
3: they wanted it to be there for everyone. And it's just, I think you've t- talked about it before, it's just the most amazing community of people. Oh, yeah. And mm. I've really seen that change. I feared maybe a massive, like, Global launch, it would start to get a bit more sour, but from what I've seen it's still people just helping each other, and it's like you can do anything you want in it, like you can just so I had a great moment the other day where I made one of the first things I made in that game was just a really boring wedge of cheese. It was just uh it looked okay, it looked fine, and then a week ago, I checked and someone had used it in their game, and I was like. <laughs> I was like and it was just the smallest thing, it was just on a plate that someone was holding across the thing. I was like, Was it I, Pig Diddy? Holding it? No, it was oh, I've forgotten the name. I think it might be called set meal or something.
0: Okay. That's I'm
3: really sorry. adorable. Yeah. And then I checked last week, I just made a, a soccer ball and it's not very good. Like the problem about it is it's a ball but it's not round. And that's where I went wrong with that one. <laughs> <I> was,
1: <so laughs> that's like, the thing I like a demanding. Like a FIFA rugby for years. ball
3: I would watch yeah. that sport. Yeah. yeah. Well the problem Funny was soccer. I was trying to put like or football, so, whatever you yeah. use, It is football, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a white ball with um, black hexagons, but I was accidentally putting the hexagons in a bit too deep, so they were kind of like... <laughs> it, but, but it wasn't round. But then I said it six people have used it. Like one of those
1: kids' toys where they put the blocks in the ball? But
3: Yeah, <laughs> basically. And people have been using Like one person used it for, unsurprisingly, a football game. Probably would. <laughs> but someone else had just made a thing, that, and it's a creation called My Brother's Room. And it's just they turned it into a lamp that's hanging from the ceiling. And oh my it god, blows. that's the cutest thing I've that's ever seen. That's amazing. And, yeah, and I was just like, that this makes, is I love yeah. that. Yeah. That could make uh, you
4: guys almost like choke? Yes.
3: Boda. That was mm. really sweet. I don't know why. So it's really weird. You turn your socks into a lamp and I,
4: just, I, just It's th- just it. very evocative. <laughs> that's just
3: beautiful. Yeah, and I just don't feel like I've felt like that about any other game. Yeah. Like just create, you can create like like, I made a real, I painted a flower, like a not very good pink flower. And someone has used that. I'm like, why are you using that? But at the same time, I'm like, thank you very much. I, I, so I love yeah.
4: that so much. I, w- I went on the other day and I just typed it, typed in like food. Mm. And this, Uh, I should have sent this to you, Max. It was like the most photorealistic rendering of like a like a hot dog.
2: Oh, I went there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I played with that so hot dog. Yeah. And
4: you can you can basically. <laughs> there's you can, also the breakfast. There's like a puppet oh, that you so can good. put on that he, he jumps on the hot dog. And he jumps in the dipping sauce and all and such. Mm you know, and what have you. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, like I had the, definitely that sort of like initial hype. Uh, I think just seeing exactly how much stuff was on there on like launch weekend blew my mind. And I haven't, we haven't been on the, I haven't been on the show in two weeks or whatever, but like that was that I thought that was incredible. And I, I'm so excited to like, I don't know, check in in six months,
3: a year. Exactly. See what that looks like. And the, actual I don't know if you've spoken about the actual like two to three hour campaign. They That's what I'm halfway through. Is, yeah. Well, I won't spoil it, but it's incredible. Like it's, so good the last half an hour is just like how did you make this in mm-hmm. dreams but i love
1: that they made it this i mean obviously it's a showcase of all the types of games yeah. you can make and that's kind and of all the, the point types of it
3: oh, it's like a musical as well definitely
1: <laughs> definitely um but i love that they sort of they really it, it wasn't what i would have ha- have expected from a yeah. here's how you do it because it was it's very different to little big planet i suppose yeah. um and and in, in that it was really moody and mm. It was about like a down and out kind of like detective. Was it a detective? Like a blues, a blues, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But same kind of vibe.
3: He's kind of really, yeah, he's a detective. He's searching for the perfect chord.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I I love it. I love it. That's beautiful. Yeah.
2: Uh, No, one thing I I thought was interesting as I've been keeping an eye on the sort of the the PS4 Dream subreddit, which is interesting because it's sort of off the beaten path. Obviously, there's no, you know, no Dreams community jurisdiction there but like mm. seeing that community kind of be like hey how do we like work on getting original creation surface because obviously the stuff that people click on the most is like oh it's yeah. fallout 4 in dreams or red dead redemption and dreams or yeah. whatever the thing we know and that's people click on things they recognize that's why they keep remaking stuff and making sequels it's literally how that works mm. but like mm. there's obviously
3: original creations that are people are that's, showing a ton of love to. so there's tons of good stuff and i've not done a great job of explaining how good it is here but i did there's a video review if you want to see what you can do in that game. And there's also, I wrote like three and a half thousand words about it as well. So I'd, if you haven't read it, please read it because there's I love, a lot to it. <laughs> I love that this is
4: basically like magnifying like a microcosmic version of the industry at large where it's like people are crunching and people are having trouble surfacing new IPs that aren't based on existing Mm. franchises. How do we get
2: around these algorithms on the (laughs) storefront? Yeah,
4: yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. Which is interesting because it's like at the end of the day, there isn't even like a sellable product Mm. that they're creating. No, No. Um, I do, and I've said this a bunch of times, but I do truly feel that like this is going to create an entire new generation of video game developers. And like, you know, our kids and their kids will be be, like playing classic games made by people. Well, like another
3: anecdote with someone from... The studio told me was that someone had made the first ever game they made was in Dreams and it was really impressive. So the someone from the studio got in touch with them and was like, "Oh, what? If, like, basically, what have you got planned next? We're really interested to see what you're doing." So it's so good. And they're like, "Oh, thank you. Uh, I really enjoyed Dreams, but I've moved on to Unity now, and I want to be a game developer." Basically. Oh wow! So like, yeah, it's just inspiring people. Right. Yeah,
1: it's great. Yeah.
3: It's God, yeah. Um, I played one
2: on there that was it kept going. Uh, it was I forget. I think we. I think we typed in "poop" in the search search terms, and it was yeah. like Mr. Mr. Poop's s wordy day or whatever. It was like something it was like contains mild swears that are censored or whatever. And it was like we started up, and it's like this. You're this. This poop guy, and you're walking around and you get to you go to like a nightclub and it's what's closed, a, a poop guy? like a poop emoji kind of. No, like a real, it's surprisingly like a guy like, like covered in, like the guy from Dogma that they fight. Like, the, oh, yeah, all like right, it's like a poop man, mm. really like a turd man, like a real turd man, yeah, okay. And I'm, I know this sounds like this sounds juvenile. We're obviously typing in bad words into the search thing to be like, so what would come up? Mm. It's like a, I don't know, maybe half hour long game that has like different levels, also really bizarre use of licensed music, mm. like it dips from like smash mouth into like dr dre and you're like oh, i can kind
1: right. of see smash mouth being in a yeah. poopman well, game. Yeah. Only,
3: only this morning i put on site someone's recreated the first little bit of simpsons hit and run
4: i saw that yeah, yeah. and
3: it has some not only is it a in the spanish language so you get to hear the spanish simpsons mm-hmm. but you can control maggie and ride santa's little helper and when you do that the theme song from the sopranos plays amazing
4: you know just like on the show yeah Yeah.
3: that's canon and yeah again no one thought to say no right so it happened (laughs) you can watch like the first six minutes of
4: uh star wars a new hope yeah and the crawl like the kerning is all weird so instead of like the there's just like some sentences are much longer and it's like well they built that and don't worry about it worst thing about that
2: is like the opening crawl it's like they did it just fine but also, you can't fast forward it. I've shown that to like I. I was like, wow, oh, yeah. that's incredible. And I've sat through it. I think four times now, and I'm yeah. like, all right, I could probably you could probably skip skip that part. It's yeah, a bit you can't boring. fast forward. It reminds games?
1: me. It reminds me of of a sort of new, uh, tool for you. Know, you remember that that was, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure that still exists. It was like movie. There was this movie studio who would just make total knockoffs, like Asylum. like straight to DVD knockoffs. Yeah. No. yeah,
4: I just showed Max the poster for uh, Homeward this morning, which is their version of Pixar's Onward. Right. Like, they've done movies like The Day the Earth Stopped, uh, Transmorphers. <laughs> Transmorphers is a big one. Yeah. Um, God, there's so many. Yeah, there's that's they, they, they basically went on to, like, their whole thing was just like, the weekend a big movie comes out in in theaters, we want a version that you can watch at home, so if you're really dumb when you get to work on Monday <laughs> and people are like, you see that trans-former uh, m- uh, movie? And you could be like, yeah, the, where the robots fight, i seen it.
2: <laughs> you know, because you had like 14
4: course lights. We're all like,
2: what about like an HD remake of Simpsons Hit and Run? And it's like, <laughs> close enough. Someone <laughs> else made it. It's got the Sopranos theme. Why How about the Asylum film
4: yeah. of Simpsons?
3: Yeah, Maggie has a pistol as well. She okay, sure. It. Yeah, so, She did good. do that to be fair. Honestly,
2: it's yeah. good with these remakes. It's important that things get changed. Exactly. So, you know, it's really just add new Otherwise details. It's just a
3: remaster. you got to put your own twist on it.
2: We put on one uh, that was called like Escapa de Shrek. I think we just typed in Shrek and you you spawn as like this like human person and you're like oh okay whatever and you walk around this little countryside and then Shrek who is 19 feet tall shows up screaming and just the second he uh steps on you you die immediately <laughs> but it's like the loudest thing that's I've ever heard <laughs> my friend saw it just screamed and spilled wine everywhere It was really upsetting and you have to run from Shrek There's, that's all you do is you just run yeah, that sounds like a great game it anyway, really does yeah. anyway the game's been out for like two weeks like what does dreams look like in a year and a half it's going to be wild and yeah. I can't wait to see what they they're going to continue to support that mm-hmm. obviously
3: uh, anyway anything else we guys, we've, been, we've been playing Are you guys want to talk about some games any stuff I, I got the chance to play a bit of Persona 5 Royal <gasps> and and it's more I love Persona yeah. so and I've played the played Persona 5 like one and a half times I got halfway through a second playthrough for I was like I don't need to do this again right now and I told myself I wouldn't do it with Persona 5 Royal, but then I played some of it, and I'm like, I could do another 120 <laughs> hours. Because they've added a few, and I know it's a weird one, because obviously it's already been out in Japan for a while, so if I really wanted, I could look up the story and see how they've changed everything. But I've decided to not spoil it for myself, because there's a new character, Kasumi, mm-hmm. who's a gymnast at the school, and she starts at the same time as your character. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did walk her home to the train station. I love her my umbrella. So that's the kind of guy I am. Nice. Is that a euphemism. No, I just didn't want. It was raining. Oh yeah, yeah I bet yeah. it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you then. Yelled uh, breaking <laughs> curfew
2: when you got home. You get mad for losing yeah. the umbrella. I had a grappling hook as well. Uh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm not. I'm done talking. <laughs> <laughs> so, for anybody who isn't paying attention, I never got around to finishing Persona Five, but yeah, if I were to jump in a Persona Five, does, does it make more sense to jump in a Royal? Is it Royal? Royale? Royal? Royal. Royal.
3: Okay. They did call it the Royal for a little while, but they got rid of the duh. Just that's like a, that bit in Facebook. It? Justin Timberlake's like, cut the duh.
2: That's a pretty like, <laughs> Japanese did it with thing this. to do. Yeah. There's the beer.
3: is like the malt. And
2: you're like, all right. <laughs> the malt. Very formal, yeah. yeah.
3: The beef. Um, I would say it looks like it's more Persona 5 with a lot of good added stuff. But it,
2: yeah, it's Persona 5. Yeah. It's a it's a nice way of tacking a word on there and then having a new version of the game you have it, to buy.
3: Exactly. Pretty sneaky. Yeah, mm-hmm. see what they've done there. Uh. Um but it's not going to if you didn't enjoy Persona 5 or it's not for you, it's not going to change how you feel about Persona 5. It's just adding more. It's unclear to me at the moment how much there is for someone who's already played it. But I feel like there's a whole new palace. There's the grappling hook, like I said, that you use during palaces. There's the umbrella. You get to new to new <laughs> the umbrella. If if anyone's getting wet, you can use that. And well, nothing. Uh, um, and there's new collectibles inside each palace that are called Will Seeds. Okay. And so I was doing Kamoshida's palace, who's the first boss in the game, and he has three seeds of lust. That you collect, oh, dirty yeah. old man! I mean, that the is green, very persona. The green lousy, yeah, yeah, and they all combine to make a, a crystal skull. So it's Indiana Ooh. Jones at the same time. Why Who knows not? what's going on? Lusty old and lusty basically, skull. as far as you've got to find those three collectibles, combine them, and then you can swap those for like legendary items with a new character called Jose. Oh, cool. so yeah, right. they're adding bits, but I'm not sure how much fundamentally the story's going to change. I'm actually more excited by Persona 5 Scramble, although I don't know when we're getting that.
2: What's that one's? What's that one doing?
3: That's like a. That's the one that's like Dynasty Warriors right, okay. crossed with Persona 5. Because I
2: love that Persona is like we're like ah oh, yes, it's a, you know a popular RPG that also is sometimes a dance game and sometimes the it's dance that, games are very good as, as well. Yeah. yeah, I'm all
3: in. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, more Persona is good Persona. That's yeah, cool. nice. And that comes out... That should be on the box actually.
2: Yeah, Persona 5 comes out, uh, Royal comes out tail end <laughs> of next month, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, a real pain in the ass. <laughs> 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 uh, what are, you, are you guys playing anything you want to talk about? Um,
1: no, aside from Dreams, I am currently uh, applying to apply for my California driver's license. Oh. Uh, and I've decided I'm going to do a little... because. There's not. I mean, I've driven a little bit in California. It's unlike driving
2: anywhere else. It's the Dark Souls of driving places. It's
1: terrifying driving in San Francisco, <laughs> and I've decided to.
2: The AI's AI better in Dark Souls.
1: <laughs> it's true. I've decided to do a little bit. And I know I was playing this last year, but I've decided to jump back into Watch Dogs 2 just to have a little bit of a you know, I, little bit of a, a play around with that.
3: Well. oh, Especially are you? Because I knew I was coming here, and I was like, I kind of want to be in San Francisco a week early, and I <laughs> oh, did <yeah>. it. <laughs> So <laughs> through yeah. the you, magic of I games, love, I love that game so much.
1: Yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, th- I figured it was a you know a good little sort of testing ground mm. uh, before I have to get behind the wheel so of a terrifying. When you're curve. taking
2: your driver's test, make sure when you're approaching a red light to uh, hack it so that it turns into a green <laughs> yeah. light and you can continue driving through it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and steal someone's money. Yeah, just
1: if raise can, some spikes on the ground. You hear a
2: police yeah. car shouting, "Pull over!" <laughs> uh, that voice, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> <That's one. laughs> I love that NPC. That
4: <laughs> woman in that game who was screaming at you the whole time. It made me want to do no crimes at all. What a horrible woman that she was. I don't even know who that was. I probably I- follow her on Twitter, like Probably a great
2: voice actress. I, I would. shout
1: out a few with that woman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm
4: making fun of you, but man, that was that was they, they really. had I think to that's do a this, lot.
2: That's like the sound mixer's fault more than anything else. <laughs> where it's like, let's let's just for let's make one of the cops louder than everything else in the game. And it was
1: probably uh, like an like an outtake bark. You yeah. know what I mean? Like she probably like it was like one on the cutting room floor, and they're I, like, oh,
4: we need it. I had to go into the settings in that game and just I think I turned like all the voice acting off, <laughs> so all the cutscenes they were just like. <laughs> But when I got pulled over, it wasn't. Mm. It was just like you just but heard
3: sirens. No, she still made it through somehow. <laughs> <laughs> she's the only one. You you through your her
2: PlayStation up. controller, it comes through the speaker. Yeah, that'd be surreal. Um, Brian, you platinum bloodborne. I did. Yay, well oh. done. i platinum
4: bloodborne. Uh, that was probably my favorite video game achievement ever. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been more proud like completing a video game. And it was like, I don't usually go for platinums unless I'm like 99% there naturally mm. just by playing a game. I've, I've done that with a couple of Far Cry's where I'm like, oh, I, like, I ticked off all the little Ubisoft boxes on your big map of, of fun activities and such. And uh, I only have two more to do. And then like, there we go. Mm. But for this game, I was like, you know what? Like this is one of my favorite games of all time. Definitely in the top two. I'm going to go in and finish everything. And the thing is like, when you play a game like Bloodborne, without the intention of platinum it uh there's some stuff that you miss and there's some dumb stuff that you do and so basically i was on new game plus i 100 percent of the dlc i started doing all the chalice dungeons underneath and i realized that one of the uh, trophies in the game to get the platinum is you have to get every item in the game you don't have to have them all in your inventory but you have to have held them at least once on your save file at, at for every single one um Canehurst Castle is an optional section of that game where it's basically Castlevania. You go to be a big haunted ice castle full of headless screaming women and awful troll men with blowguns, and you beat up this giant, like frozen king man on the roof.
2: It's like it's a evil Santa Claus with yeah. a scythe.
4: Right? He's like a Krampus and he gives you uh he gives you a crown when he dies. And like two playthroughs in a row, I've gotten this crown and I've gotten back, I've gone back to my my house with the doll woman and I've I've put it on and I've been like ah it doesn't really do much of a stat boost I'm trying to level up anyway don't spoil it because you need to do things with it no so I sold it
2: yeah oh and
4: you have to not sell it you have to wear it in front of that king's chair and it opens up a door that uh, mm. starts a cutscene which eventually gives you a weapon that you can't get any other way or I don't think you can oh, and so God, I was on, game yeah, <laughs> so I was on new game plus three and s- like speed run past the first five four or five bosses to get to Kanehurst to get the crown again put on the crown got the thing and the trophy popped up and like I was like did you wait? Uh, p- practically I was like cheering <laughs> I it was like The thing is like I play a lot of my I I wake up before like my wife and kid do and so like I went in the other room and I was like playing video games all morning and my wife came in and I was like Can you take a picture of me in front of the television? (laughs) I'm really excited about it. She's like, What? She's like, I have to go do my makeup and get ready for work. And I was like, please take a picture of me. I'm really happy. like, She's like, is this thing done now? Are you done with this thing? And I'm yeah. like, it's over. I beat it. I beat the game. I got the highest. This is the poss- best possible achievement you can get. It's a, it's a trophy. And she's like, here, here's your picture here. Have, I love you. Have a great day. It's like, so you're know.
3: never going to touch that game
4: again now, then? Not for a while. Yeah. But if I, I feel like I left it in a really good place. The chalice dungeons, some of the stuff down there there's one of them it's called like the defiled rotted ass of a, t- of a hole or whatever they cut your health in half and it's all these v- just awful just rats and such that will like take half your health off with one kick <laughs> and I beat that Yeah. beat all those gross men down there
2: yeah it's like that game I got bad ass. news Brad I don't think you're done with I think I'm gonna phone you up to come into my chalice dungeons and help I'm down. fight <laughs> the rats I'm
4: down I miss it I wanna go back in there and, and get beat up but that's our did Anaheim you have an, rat um, park
2: uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Anaheim. did you have an umbrella though <laughs> There's no umbrella in that game. No, that would be yeah. such. Doesn't a, the
1: doll have an umbrella?
2: Uh, it's a parasol. Yeah, totally. I think an umbrella weapon where you just like you just Tomatoes like pop tomato. it out. Like That's penguin. Yeah, <laughs> f- 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 f-
4: I'm actually amazed they don't have that. They have all sorts of nonsense. Mm. The threaded cane is sort of like an umbrella. No, it's not. Yes, what it did was. you use to it's play the ball- <laughs> I used the uh, saw blade. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I switch between that and the Kirkhammer. The Kirkhammer is so much fun because it's just like a little sword. You stick it in a giant sledgehammer, and you can sneak up on those guys with mm. rock in their hand. Those oh, I have a
3: couple of games like that, that. I'm like one or two trophies away from. And I really should just, yeah, get them done. Do
2: you play them? In Persona. <laughs> is
3: that a tough one? Is that like a? I am. It's gotta be. I haven't looked at it, but I, I assume it, it is. I want to give a very
4: quick shout out to uh, the fine folks at PlayStation Support because when you beat this game, you get because it's Bloodborne, you get an exclusive uh, mm. theme. But they have to send you a code for it. And I like, waited a few days and didn't get the code. So I went on PlayStation support on their forums. And they have like this pop pop up chat box. And this guy was like, What can I help you with? And I was like, I just beat Bloodborne. I got the platinum. I'm really happy, but I didn't get the theme. And he was like, First of all, congratulations on that amazing achievement. Was it tough? And I was like, Yeah, man. It was hard as hell. <laughs> no, but it was no. like, I feel great. Like I feel like I could kill people right now. I'm like, You could probably do this. Like, it's totally doable. And he's like, Yeah, I've been thinking about doing it about like halfway through right now. I was like, Get back in there, kick that game's <laughs> ass. And he was like, Anyway, Here's your code. Go enjoy your theme. And I was like, thanks, man. And I filled that, the customer support thing. And I was like, that's the best customer support experience I've ever
2: had in my entire is, life.
4: Is that, your Give that man a raise
3: achievement then? Not yeah. in life, but you know. It's up there. Trophy. Yeah. yeah. It's up there.
2: Yeah. I um, realized that I have uh two bosses left in, yes. the, main, in the main story. Mm. And I was like, oh, oh. Like I did one thing and I was like, oh, wow. Like I actually went through and like fought a bunch of bosses this last week. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. I was like, I thought I had like. Seven months left with this game, and I might still. I might. It might take me a minute. Okay,
1: like, I'm curious as to what two bosses you're talking about because you know you can. There's a special
2: thing at the end of the game where you if you don't do it, you only get you only do one boss.
1: Okay, so uh, I know I, I know yeah. the two that you're talking about. But so I'm you're really the, at the very I'm end, really at the
2: very end. But also the whole thing where like if you have the DLC, and you it's the DLC is very hard, and if you haven't, if you if you beat the two bosses at the end, it kicks you in a new game plus, and then the, the DLC gets harder. So I kind of want to go yeah. sort of sidetrack and go and do the DLC before I do the new game plus. Yeah. And then there's all the Chalice Dungeon stuff, which I don't think that scales, so it doesn't matter. But I don't know. Like, it's weird to be like, I, I will never. Uh, someday I was like, I was honestly like, ah, the, the sort of the rate at which I, you know, may become a father, which is a thing we're talking about, but not nothing serious. But like, realistically, like, will I ever finish this game versus like, will I become a real grown up? And it's like, I'm like, oh, no, that's definitely happening before that. Like, I'll probably beat this game before it turns five years old, which is next month. Next which month. Is
4: like, you will never become a real grown-up
2: no i won't because i will be fighting those tarantulas in the sewer mm-hmm. um anyway that game is f- so good and i woke up my wife at uh like 6:45 this morning <laughs> screaming three swear words in a row because i fell out of an elevator six times in a row <laughs> <laughs> uh in the game Gotta blood rock yeah. yep i got the blood rock now I gotta pick which one of my pretty, pretty princess weapons gets to have the lovely gem embedded. Uh, we have a wonderful segment here. Uh, it's normally called Memory Card, but since we have Cardi here, I think it Memory card. Memory oh. Cardi. Oh, Hold on, did did play that. a little jingle first. Do you wanna read this here?
3: Oh, I'll read it, yeah. This isn't just a memory game for me, is it? No, no, yeah, no. It's yeah. just a little a little segment. Uh if you want to
2: send it your own, just it's uh beyond at IGN dot com and it's just, you know, your fondest memories of PlayStation experience.
3: Oh, this is from Brent. He says, Hey everyone at Bre- uh Hey everyone at Beyond. My memory card is when I was in grade twelve. What's grade twelve? Oh, how old is grade twelve? About twenty four. Hundred and
4: seven. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's uh seventeen, <laughs> that sixteen. Oh, okay. 17, 17, 18? oh, it's similar
3: to us. Oh, cool. It's the last one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd been hyped up watching trailers and getting information for Kingdom Hearts on PS2. My first class was drama, and our teacher had wanted us to recite a monologue to prove grade 12 drama was for us. I hadn't prepared anything and had just beaten Final Fantasy VII over the summer, so I started to recite recite about Cloud's realisation and his backstory about Sephiroth. (laughs) I was nervous, so my voice was shaky. Just like mine. (laughs) After... (laughs) Is Brent on my channel in Brent? You're giving a dramatic <laughs> reading of yeah. Brent's
2: email. I like it.
3: Afterwards, everyone applauded, and the teacher said it was the best performance of the day and wanted me to stay in the class. After class was over, a classmate, a classmate came up to me and whispered, you just spoiled all the twists in Final Fantasy VII.
4: <laughs> I love this story. I bro. love it. It's so good. Also,
3: like just
4: gigantic windmill dunks on everybody in that class that worked really hard <laughs> yeah. writing something original. And yeah. he just like was like uh i just beat a video game you guys want to hear about it but <laughs> like, i feel yeah! like i yeah. feel like
1: brent like went on to become a very actually a very good uh s- storyteller yeah. because this this has all the great beats of a great yeah. story and then you know a little twist at the end
2: mm-hmm. i feel like that i feel bad for that classmate because like like Kingdom Hearts about to come out on PS2, and he's like, I'm finally going to beat Final Fantasy VII. Well, I'm avoiding spoilers. The internet is very slow right now, yep. and there's no social media because it is 2004 or whatever. I'll go I'll hide go in this drama, drama class. class. Yeah. No one will
4: dare spoil yeah. Final Fantasy No! Yeah.
2: Good Lord. Uh, we have another segment here on Beyond, which is that one thing, where we talk about the one little tiny things that just make a game special for you. Uh, again, you can share these. Just shoot an email with the subject line, that one thing or memory card, whichever one you're sending in. This one is short and sweet from Alex, who says, "My that one thing was walking out of the vault for the first time in Fallout Four. I spent the perfect amount of time inside the vault, and as soon as I walked out of the vault and saw the full wasteland, I immediately felt that immense feeling of loneliness and overwhelming uncertainty. Uh, that's definitely
1: it's a magical moment. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I thought th- with Fallout Three. Yeah, yeah. me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Fallout Three was one of those games that got me um, like fully sucked back into gaming. Like mm. I was, I think I was in." Like in college, and I my was watching my friend play. Like kind of over, like just kind of glanced over, and it. it was like the idea of an like an open world first person shooter RPG. It was so like weird and bleak and unforgiving at the same time. Was yeah, like, that's a lot of sh- a lot of stuff happened at once. But, right? but like
1: same, same as me, actually, that's really interesting. I was living with a couple of stoners at the time, and we just kind of shut ourselves in our respective rooms and just got a little feral with it and played that game days on end, days on end. I loved it. It's yeah. I wonder what it was about that particular game. I mean, there was a lot of hype behind it, but that was like that was the first time I remember sort of heavily investing Mm -hmm. in games for a lengthy period of time again Yeah,
4: i had the same thing with fallout 3 where i just got like literally lost in that world very early on and took a wrong turn and was like in a very high level area i've told this story before but there was like this like giant like grunt soldier guy up on a bridge and he tried to kill me and he committed suicide (gasps) and i took his his armor and his like high level gun and i had just started out the game and i was like (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was like addicted to radiation poisoning i had (laughs) a bunch of spoons and like a like,
2: yeah i'm ready to go (laughs) eating potatoes out of a toilet yeah i I think that game did a really good job of like obviously you know there's lots of guides and everything out there and people have you know played it backwards and forwards but it did such a good job of obscuring everything that was around you Mm -hmm. yeah it's like the first time being dumped out and they're like what is this place
3: right i shouldn't be here i i remember playing that game and about 20 hours in I must have totally missed the hint it gave you that that was fast travel. <laughs> oh, okay. I was walking around all of that. Oh, that's brutal. And there's that bit we have to go through like the metro, that's... and I went back and forth in there like four times. I was like this is horrible. Oh, that makes me want and to try like... like it was one. There's bound to be games before that that had fast travel, but it's the, one of the first ones I distinctly remember using fast travel in. But,
2: just navigating yeah. those those subways was like that yeah. was just horrible. Just try, try spending.
3: Yeah. Eight hours. and oh. Getting like over encumbered with plates or whatever. Yep. You yeah, too many spoons. Yeah, so was the old spoons. Old cups. Yeah, that is, a, that is a great one thing. <laughs> nice.
2: Well, anyway, Brent and Alex, thanks for writing in. Uh, once again, if you want to send in your memory cards and that one things, which doesn't sound good pluralized, but that's beyond at IGN.com. And, of course, you can always uh, hop in the YouTube comments. Uh, special thanks to Real Sergeant Tom in the YouTube comments who's been dropping time codes in there, which is helpful because some people don't want to hear us talk about t-shirt store but if you do want to visit the t-shirt store <laughs> it's store.ign.com i just bought a beyond chat it Did arrived you, today in the post you want to do a live unboxing uh, you don't it's have to be noisy yeah uh, a lot of people we have a, we have a, a large asmr listening base who loves yeah. to hear the wrinkling of things Nah.
3: um but yeah no let's plug what we're doing um cardi where can people find you find me on twitter at cardi simon just like carly simon but with a d i get like it the bond Pretty song, sneaky. yeah, uh, and
2: pe- you you make stuff over at the IGN UK office. I do. I'm
3: in the office. I'm a video producer, but I kind of like to try a bit of everything because I'm obnoxious. Nice. No, I just like. To, I like to right, you're it a, up.
1: you're a very talented, multi-talented person.
3: Thank you. Yeah. I would personally recommend
2: the video where you auditioned to play James Bond to the cast and producers of That James. is it's one so of good. My favorite it's things. so
3: good. That was the interview I was talking about where I was too sweaty to cut back because. Well, you
1: were interviewing, like, Leah Sadu.
3: Yeah, in Jamaica in 30, well, 90 degree heat. Mm hmm. Yeah,
2: I think it helped. I think it was good. It,
3: it simply
1: added a certain je ne sais quoi to the video. <laughs> What's the name of that video?
3: Because I want everyone listening um, to it. I think it's called I Auditioned to Play James Bond to James Bond. Yeah. If you type in I Bond Audition, it'll yeah, not, yeah, I Yeah, that is one of the best things I'll ever do, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was completely kind of... It's a weird story of how it happens, like... I think like six months previously i just did a random twitter poll it was like should i be the next james bond as you do i was getting interest so mm-hmm. i thought let's see if fans want it and then it's actually joe scrabble's girlfriend who replied to it saying i need an audition tape so dale over in the uk office shot on his phone me doing the signature bond thing with the bang through a toilet roll um <laughs> so i posted that on it. twitter <laughs> just...
1: yeah yeah don't 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 reveal too much because no, no. it's it's such a delight. But
3: I, so, like, six months later, I'm off to Jamaica to do a Bond junket, basically because no one else could. That's not what I should be doing. But, um, and I get there. I have loads of questions about the new film. They're like, oh, just so you know, you can't ask anything about the new film. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I was like, as a backup on my phone, I had that video. I was like, well, I've come all this way. I was in Jamaica for one day. I might as well show them this. And, yeah, watch the rest. I think they all liked it, most of them. Some, I don't think I Barbara probably of
2: did. Yeah, no, yeah, she wasn't a fan. Anyway, go watch that video, yeah. uh, and of course, you
3: guys do a podcast out of. IGN. <laughs> we do the IGN UK podcast. If you want more of this,
2: yeah, some of us yeah. have been on there. Um, we have yeah. Did you have a good time? Please I say had a yes. wonderful time. No, I yeah. love you guys. It's wonderful. I think
3: we talked. We did a quiz that was like describing sex scenes or something. God, he it? described
4: oh. it as a real pain in the ass. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, that was that in was a great my,
2: way. Th- th- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to steal that. That was trying to wasn't that trying to guess what movie it was based on? Oh,
3: based on the parental guidance from yeah. IMDb. Yeah, yeah. That was it, because people should, write mad things. We should do that with uh, with ESRB ratings. Yeah that's, yeah, that's that's a yeah. good idea.
2: Or Peggy, as you guys say it.
3: Peggy, Peggy, Peggy. 12. Peggy, Have you met 18. Peggy? <laughs> Peggy, I, I went to school with a song called Peggy. That's good. There you go.
2: Anyway, uh, the rest of <laughs> us, Peggy you can find 18. <laughs> us <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Max Scoville. Uh, Brian is Agent <laughs> Bizzle, and Lucy is Luce O'Brien. That's correct. All right. And uh, we're all doing stuff here at IGN. Just keep an eye on this fine website or YouTube channel or podcast subscription or however the hell you consume all of the stuff we're constantly churning out. Mm. Uh, Jonathan will be back after he deals with all those nasty, nasty rats <laughs> in Anaheim.
4: There's <laughs> only two. Up. There's only two of them. There's Mickey mm. and Minnie. There really aren't any other them. But aren't they rat.
1: multiple at once in different outfits? Or did I make that up?
4: No, there's only one allowed. I mean, like, like Safari,
1: Mickey, and then
4: Because like, otherwise they get, they get a... You know, when
2: their tails all get. get, Oh, like a Rat King? (laughs) king. This was fun. Anyway, that was the show. Thank you. (laughs) The end. Beyond.
0: (laughs) Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the New Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Seven ribs are completely fused. And you have no idea where this came from? No, she was sent here anonymously. Mm Mm-mm, not she. They, maybe? wait I've never seen anything like this.